This is so wizarding. You're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, guys? It is time for episode number 489 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. (laughs) No. (laughs) I I heard it that time. Okay. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, it's our review of the latest movie from Netflix. That's right, guys. It's Chicken Run. Colon. <laughs> Sorry. Chicken Run, colon, Dawn of the Nugget. That's the best I can do. I can't make it work in my radio voice for some reason. <laughs> But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Markellis Reagans, how are you? I am better. Uh, after last week's episode, I started to feel a little under the weather and I was sick, like dumb sick for a few days last week, which is why uh, if you you know listen to the show, we probably noticed that the episode didn't come out. With the time that it usually comes out, it came out a little bit later. And it's because the days that I usually spend editing, I spent in bed. So, uh, yeah, I was like, like, oh, I have I'm homesick. So I have time. I could pick up the laptop and start editing. And then I'm like, eh, hell, hell no. I'm just I'm just going to sleep, try to get better. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still a little bit shaky, but I'm feeling a lot better right now. Awesome. Did you get to watch anything while you're laying in bed or were you just suffering? Just suffering. <laughs> I wish I got to watch something. There's like um, my watch list on Letterboxd is like out of control. And I'm like, oh, I got to knock some of these movies out before the end of the year. Nah, I didn't do anything, dude. I just tried to get better. Well, that's, we're glad that you survived. And, uh, you know, it, it. we didn't miss a week. So no worries. You know, as long <laughs> as the episode comes out before 1159 and 59 seconds on Saturday, we did not miss a week. So. <laughs> that's right. Count it. That's right. You got to stick to that old Tom schedule. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, how the hell are you? Um, I'm alive. I uh, I can't say much about my week. It was pretty boring. So, you know, I existed this week. And I don't, well, I'm, I went to like a Christmas party for work. But I honestly, I can't think of anything that I've done that I haven't talked about. <laughs> All right. It's okay. <laughs> Not every week has to be exciting. So, yeah, it was a pretty boring week for me. Understood, understood. Uh, you know, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I uh, also had a very boring week. Oh, <laughs> I didn't really do anything. the The most excitement I had was I had three days off of work last week, which is because I get a floating holiday, and I just got it two months ago, and I couldn't use it during training. So I had to use it before December 31st or I lose it. So mm-hmm. it's a it's an extra 
paid day off. It's not part of my PTO or anything. It's just an extra floating day off I get because we're open all the time. We don't close on holidays. So, you know, you have to work Thanksgiving or Christmas or 4th of July or whatever. You get this extra day off that you can use whenever you want to kind of help wash that away. I'm not sure how one day washes away like six holidays that you can't take off, but you know, I'm not complaining. I like free money. So I had three days off. So I I was like, Oh, I'll pick up some hours at my other job. And I worked Friday. I went and worked 10 AM to 2 PM. Then I went and picked up my son from school. And then I had somebody call and be like, can you take my hours? I'm like, okay. So then I went back to the, my second job and worked uh, seven to midnight. Jesus. <laughs> then I got up the next day and I was like, well, that's cool because I don't have anything to do tomorrow. Like uh, Saturday is just free and clear. I had Monday off earlier in the week where I did a whole bunch of errands and got stuff done. Friday, I worked a lot, but I got stuff done. I actually went grocery shopping in between picking up my son from school and going back to the mall. And then I was like, Saturday, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to hang out. And so, you know, for the, well, the first like half of the day, that's what I did. My wife and I uh, watched Barbie. My wife had not seen Barbie, so we all sat down and watched it together. Uh, and she did like it, which was good. Thank God. Because, <laughs> you know, last year I was like, wow, one of my favorite movies this year was Everything Everywhere All at Once. And we watched it with my wife and she hated it. So <laughs> I was really nervous. But I got a call about halfway through Barbie and was like, hey, um, can you come in tonight? No. <laughs> oh, no. So I went to job number two again and I worked. Uh, I only worked for four hours, but you know, I wasn't expecting it. So I wasn't mentally prepared. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was really, that was really it. I just worked a lot. And, uh, and the big saga was that my GI Joe has lab, his tank finally arrived. <laughs> now, if you don't know what that is, uh, I collect GI Joe action figures. They're six inches tall. This is a vehicle, a tank. That is in scale with that. So it's huge. And it was a HasLab, which is a thing that the company does that sells G.I. Joe that is so they can make things that they wouldn't be able to sell in a store. So they're like more expensive, bigger, awkward items that are for really for collectors only. And they basically give you 30 days when they announce it. They show it off. This is what we have. And then you have 30 days to pay for it and decide you want one. And then it's done after that. So after the 30 days is done and then you just wait like a year to a year and a half for it to come. <laughs> so my $350 his tank um, <laughs> plus shipping and taxes um, finally shipped and I was excited. But then I realized it was shipped FedEx. And I wasn't going to be home. and It was signature required. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, shit. And I don't want that sitting on the front porch because I was like, somebody's going to fucking steal it. And I can't get another one because they were limited edition and it costs a lot of money. So. Because, I mean, I'm sure I could call and be like, somebody stole off my porch and they would refund me. But what does that do for me? I don't fucking have it. <laughs> and I'm not paying $600 for it on eBay. So, yeah, I, I went on the FedEx website and I had it arranged. They would drop it off at a certain location, like a store, a yeah. FedEx store. And so it was like, all right, great. It'll be there on Wednesday. And then Wednesday, it was just pending all day. It was in Chicopee, Massachusetts, which is about 15 miles from my house. And it was just sitting there all day. And then the next day it was sitting there all day and Friday it was sitting there all day. And I'm like, <laughs> like, are they going to deliver it or what? And so I called, I, I went through all this rigmarole on their website and they finally just said, oh, we'll be open to ticket. We don't know where it is. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, but I signed up for like texts to find out where it was. So then Friday night I get a text that says your item is delivered on Wednesday. 
I'm like, what? It's not, it wasn't delivered on Wednesday. I, I, how am I picking this? How is this delivered unless on Wednesday? If, unless you have a fucking time machine. <laughs> so I was fucking pissed. And I called uh, Saturday morning to FedEx and the person at the call center that answered told me that, yeah, it was delivered to wherever I was picking it up. And it was delivered on Friday afternoon. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So Saturday, I went and picked it up. I was very excited. I have not opened it yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So just for a clarification to make sure that I'm understanding this correct, this is a $350 toy mm-hmm. that you've been waiting a year and a half for yep. that seats, I don't know, a, a handful of G.I. Joe action figures. Probably about six. Six G.I. Joe action figures. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, I haven't opened it yet because I want to unbox it for a TikTok, but it's so big and awkward that I can't do it by myself. So, but I need to get the box out of the area of the house that it's in because it's near our Christmas tree and <laughs> it can't be there during Christmas time. Oh, you don't want to just wrap it up and uh, wrap Put a it bow on it? Give it to yourself. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a picture of you opening up the his tank. <laughs> I think the less uh, Jen interacts with it, the better, considering the cost. So <laughs> we'll see what happens when the dragonfly comes out next year. So, oh God, I don't even know where I'm putting that. So I don't know. It's a it's a helicopter <laughs> in six inch scale, and it has a big stand that it ha- comes with that you put it on top of, so it looks like it's flying. <laughs> Jesus, where the fuck am I putting that? I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But yeah, that was it. That was my excitement. That was it. So. Enough about us. Why don't we talk just a little bit more about us? Markellis Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Was Your Podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to SoWasYourPodcast.com, and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews, along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent Soul Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find Soul Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, The Movie Podcast, Superhero Speak, and The Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? And we are back. All right, guys. Before we get into the movie, why are we reviewing this movie? Markel is right. 
we are reviewing this movie because we were going to be reviewing another movie called Yo-Yo something something. Yo-Yo Hakusho. Thank Yo-Yo you. Yo-Yo Ma? The, 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 the cellist? <laughs> Can't play with my yo-yo? Yeah, that one. Yo-Gabba-Gabba? Uh, <laughs> so we were going to be reviewing that movie, but turns out it's not a movie. It's a TV show based on a popular anime. Why don't you understand that anime belongs in the trash? Yeah, so there was a uh, there was a last minute call to watch something else, and I threw my suggestions in a ring, and Joey said, "No, we're doing Chicken Run." <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I'm trying to avoid us going to the movies. We we're trying to have a week that was a little easier, so we're not going to go to the movies. Um, and I was like, "Okay, we'll do this Yu Yu Hakushu thing," but then it was like a series and not a movie. And for some reason, I thought it was a movie, and it's five hours at least. It might be longer than that. It's five hours of this. And I'm like. I don't fucking time to watch five hours of this. So that was out. And there's no way in hell we were going to see Wonka, right, Aubrey? <laughs> I'm I'm going to see it with one of my friends. Right, Mark? Uh yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely not going to see Wonka. <laughs> Screw that. I don't know. It just looked whack and like I didn't want to like pay to go see that. I'm not saying it looks good. I'm just saying <laughs> I needed something to do with one of my friends. And so I said, Hey, you want to go see Wonka? And she was like, All right. Does Wonka have the a motor in the back of his Tonka? No. He might. All right, cool. <laughs> so that is how we landed on Chicken Run, colon, Dawn of the Nugget. So as always, we're going to start off with a little bit of discussion, non-spoiler, and we'll give our impressions. Then Markellis will drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, you can bounce, but you'll at least know what we thought. The rest of you can stick around as we discuss it a little more in depth. Marcellus Reagans, have you ever seen the first Chicken Run? I did watch the first Chicken Run. Um, I don't think I saw it in the theaters, but I definitely watched it when it came out on DVD, or it might even have been VHS at that time. Aubrey Litchfield. I have, but I haven't watched it in a long time. Do you guys remember liking it? Yeah, I liked it. Um... You know, claymation is a really tough thing with me. (laughs) (laughs) Not a big, not a big Gumby fan. No, no. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I never saw the first chicken run. (laughs) And I still haven't seen the first chicken run. Amazing. I was going to. I was like, oh, I should probably watch the first one before I watch this one. I was like, nah, fuck it. It'll be fine. It's just about chickens. (laughs) I am a fan of the studio behind uh, the, sorry, Aubrey, Claymation, Ardman. Ardman, yeah. If you never watched any of their stuff, Wallace and Gromit is fucking fantastic. And we used to watch it all the time with the kids when they were little. And then they made a movie out of it, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, which is <laughs> yeah. fucking fantastic. Yep. I love that. We watched that like nonstop on a loop at times in our house. So I, I do like <laughs> that stuff. They did an episode of um, Star Wars Visions also this past year. So Yeah, I still haven't watched that yet. It's, it's like on my to-do list. Oh. I definitely want to watch that. Well, now is the time. You got time, right? Plenty of time. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, obviously, no trip to the theater. We all watched it on Netflix, right, guys? Yes. Yes. I didn't watch it on Netflix. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't have Netflix. <laughs> all right. So just to make sure that I'm understanding this correctly, <laughs> you 
pick the movie, even though there's other suggestions in the chat, you pick the movie that a sequel to a movie that you've never seen on a on a streaming service that you don't <laughs> this is correct okay all right so to make sure that i'm understanding this correct. okay well i figured you know what it would be nice and easy for you guys you both have netflix and i'm sure you guys would like it so well i didn't know aubrey was so anti-claymation but um, <laughs> <laughs> i figured it you know it was a nice easy week you know we didn't have to make any trips to the theaters it's on a streaming service everyone has for the most part and uh yeah i mean I don't have Netflix, so I had to watch it on my phone. So I was the person where the commercial is like, if you're only watching Chicken Run and Dawn of the Nugget on screen this small, you're not nuggeting at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I am the person that ad was made for. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, despite your hate for claymation. Wait, can I just ask a question before we even get into it? Why do you hate claymation so much? Too much uh, Davy and Goliath as a kid or... Um, my mom really liked Wallace and Gromit. So you, it was um, your mom's. Your, so you you just said you hated it because your mom liked it. No, I just um I don't know. I, I never could get into it. Marcellus, you're okay with claymation, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of claymation done when it's done really well. Okay, I was about to start crossing Gumby the movie off the schedule. So <laughs> anyway, Aubrey Litchfield, what did you think of Chicken Run: Dawn of the Nugget? It was okay. I didn't hate it. I wouldn't say it's like movie of the year kind of thing, but yeah. Should that be on the front of the Blu-ray box? I didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so was her podcast. <laughs> someday, someday we're going to get that, Mark. I promise. <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagans. Yeah, so because we were doing Chicken Run to Donna the Nugget, uh, I knew <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wanted to rewatch Chicken Run Part One just to you know get familiar with it again. I, you're a big Mel Gibson fan, I heard. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you almost refused to watch this since he's not back. Exactly, I, I was protesting. Where's where's yeah, there was there's some voiceover clips out there him they could have used in the movie, right? <laughs> I hit it right. <laughs> It's like, why is this chicken called sugar tits? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I rewatched the first one just to get familiar with the characters again. And yeah, I, I still enjoyed the first one, watched the second one and I enjoyed it. As Aubrey said, this isn't movie of the year. Uh, it definitely isn't on a level of like a Disney or a Pixar type of movie, but as a sequel to chicken run, it's actually a pretty solid sequel. All right. Well, you know, like I said, I, I never saw the first one, but I kind of had a gist of what it was about. Right. Like, it's not hard to figure out. Like, they escape yeah, the farm. Right. It's the, it's the great escape, but with chickens. Right. So I, I had an idea of what it was. I just never saw it. You know, um, it'd be like somebody sitting down to watch Empire Strikes Back, you know, and like they never saw Star Wars, but it's so ingrained uh, out there. You you kind of you got it by osmosis almost. It's fine. So not that I'm putting chicken run on the same level as a new hope but aubrey would you still like star wars if it was in claymation no probably not <laughs> so what did i think of it I, I thought it was it was okay i'm, I'm kind of with you guys it was okay it was really it was cute it was a kid's movie that wasn't terrible so mark's not going to understand but aubrey will as a parent anytime a kid's movie doesn't make you want to claw your own eyes out of your face when you're watching it it is always a plus uh, I'll never forget having to sit through Secret Life of Pets 2 in the movie theater. So that was awful. So, yeah, I thought it was okay. It was cute. It was fine. 
Uh, I didn't notice like the runtime or didn't check the, my watch or fart around on my phone the whole time I was watching it. So I think that's, well, I was on my phone the whole time I was watching it, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Um, <laughs> so uh, I thought it was okay. That was all right. So three thumbs kind of in the middle. Uh, I guess the only way to uh, dive deeper is to <laughs> jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, now's the time to bounce. The rest of you stick around. Mark's going to drop the drop and we are going to spoil Chicken Run, colon, Dawn of the Nugget. Uh, I've got some spoilers. What's oh, your spoiler? Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, guys, let's start with things that we liked. Uh, Aubrey Litchfield, what did you like about this movie? I liked the um, like the set that they did. I liked all the scenery. It looked really nice. Uh, the leaves, you know, the whole um, whole kind of island that they have. I thought that that was really well done. It looked really good. I think that um, I thought it was really funny that the daughter had British teeth. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? It was hysterical. She obviously had British teeth. Like the like the stereotypical British teeth. It was just kind of big teeth. I loved it. Uh for our British <laughs> listeners out there, the views of Aubrey Litchfield do not reflect <laughs> the views of So Is Her Podcast, its sponsors, advertisers, or subsidiaries. I loved it. I thought it was adorable. Uh, she also had a British accent. So you know that's kind of what they're going for. I thought that the story was really funny. I thought that they had some really funny lines in it. Like there were there were some really funny moments. I didn't get bored watching it or anything. So I guess that's good. I'm really trying to find things that I liked. <laughs> it's just um yeah, it it wasn't awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marcellus Reagan. All right, so things that I liked. Um, you know, you don't really see a lot of claymation movies now. Even Ardman Studios, now that I think about it, you know, there was a point where they didn't do they moved from claymation and started doing just CG uh movies with the same look to it, but all done in CG. So it, it was nice to see like an old school uh, technique still being used in a new movie that I thought was really cool. Practical sets looked very nice. Uh, you can tell that they're practical. They weren't digital at all. Uh, there was some, there was a couple of, of clever jokes in there. Uh, nothing that was like too, um, like over a kid's head, you know, look, I, there was a, a, just not a lot, but a couple of, of chuckles that I, I got out of it. Uh, I thought the music was amazing. It has a fantastic score. Just very, um, for a movie about <laughs> about chickens <laughs> breaking into a fortress, uh, the score is pretty epic. Uh, it's surprisingly epic. So uh, I actually really did enjoy that. The uh, The fact that it was, it, it, they did a good job of setting it up as a, uh, a true sequel to the first movie. Because the first movie is all about they're locked up in the, kind of the camp and they're trying to escape obviously this one uh giant fortress state-of-the-art for the 50s uh and they're trying to break into it so it has like a mission impossible thing where the first one was like a 40s war this one is like 50s 60s mission impossible so i thought that was actually kind of cool uh the the set when they break inside and all of the chickens have the collars around their necks looks like squid game which <laughs> <laughs> I thought was really funny. I'm like, oh, of course, it's Netflix. Of course, they get to do a little um, teasing of themselves for uh, Squid Game. 
Um, and the other thing is one of the things that I actually enjoyed about it is that if you hadn't seen the first movie, like say you were, you know, like Joey or like Aubrey, if you haven't seen a movie in like 20 something years, they mm-hmm. did a really good job of recapping all of the the big story points that you would need in order to enjoy this movie. Uh, like a lot of it. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty good. I almost didn't even need to watch the first one. So, uh, you know, you don't really get that a lot in in modern day sequels. Uh, so I, that I thought was really cool. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, you know, I'll agree with you guys. I thought it was a good family movie. It was not uh, made to be too over people's heads or too crass or anything like that. It was it was an enjoyable family movie. If I had taken the kids when they were younger to see it in the theater or we watched it together in the living room, I would not have been upset. I wasn't bored. I, I agree with you, Mark. I got some sensible chuckles. I think the one that got me the most was the dial went to 11 when they were <laughs> something, which is a, a clear uh, spinal tap reference. <laughs> he got there. Um, you know, it was just a nice, wholesome movie, <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. And you're right. It does look great. And you're watching masters at work basically while you're watching the movie. Um, these are the people that, sorry, Aubrey know how to do claymation. <laughs> And they, uh, you know, they, they just went at it. They went, I'm sure Netflix gave them as much money as they wanted <laughs> to make it. So there's not enough to bring back Mel Gibson, but enough money to make the movie. So, you know, and I agree with Mark. I got some sensible chuckles out of it. I didn't feel lost at all, having not seen the first one at all and barely just knowing the basic plot. And it was interesting and fun. It was good voice acting. It was fine. It was a fun time watching a movie without having to think much about it. But there has to be things we didn't like about it. So Aubrey Litchfield, the floor is yours. What did you not like about this movie? It was really hard for me to like enjoy it. Like it was it wasn't bad by any means. It just is it's not my thing. And so I was on my phone and Max was making fun of me for being on my phone. <laughs> and I was like, I'm really bored. And it just like it, it wasn't a bad story and I would pay attention to it every now and then. It's it's not like painfully boring. It's just not my thing. And I can appreciate like it's a it looks beautiful and that's probably a very hard thing to create is claymation and and I can appreciate the art of it. It's just not my art. You know, it is it's not something that I'm I'm like writing home about. Um I didn't really like how Fowler's uh, little thing on his chin looked like a ball sack. That was very distracting. <laughs> it's all I could pay attention to was was his ball sack chin, and um, the other birds like having those weird feathers on their their hips. Like for some reason, that was distracting me too. I don't know if it was just the change in pattern or what it was that was very distracting. I don't know if I like that the lady came back. I think. They should have had like a new enemy, but I guess I see where they're going with it. Like they wanted people to care that she was back. They wanted they wanted some sort of foundation in the story. I get it, but I don't know. It just kind of feels like you could have done better. It feels a little lazy. Yeah, I I, I don't have any other complaints. I think everything else seems to be good. All right, except for the claymation, right? Yeah, it just, I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have liked it if it was animated either. So I can't even really blame the claymation part. 
there her husband looked like somebody else too like i couldn't pinpoint who he looks like but he looks like somebody else from a different movie i did think it was really funny when she said that you know she didn't marry him for his uh for the wealth that he got or his inheritance his wealthy inheritance i thought that was pretty funny though mark ellis rick uh yeah the movie is pretty inoffensive you know it's it's a sweet story the the only really issue i had with it is that it leaned a little bit too kiddish in certain scenes which you know it's fine it's a kids movie and granted anyone who remembers the first one is like an adult now so you know this movie has to appeal to a new set of kids and yeah you know once the the storyline started to like go into place and it's about the parents and about the daughter the daughter that wants to you know, be out in the, in the adventure and the parents who did everything they could to try to protect her, you know, it started to go through some of the like Finding Nemo vibes. You know, it was kind of like Disney Pixar vibes. And I'm like, OK, well, if we're going to be here, let's let's get here and let's let's see what they do with it. They don't really advance the story that much. They lean a lot on like goofy, like pratfall type of comedy, which is fine for little kids. But I was hoping that it would be a little bit more. uh you know, a little bit, there'd be a little bit more nuance to it, like kind of the Pixar, the early Pixar movies. Um, and one thing about this, these movies that you watch these movies and you get to know these chickens and, you know, you, they, get, they have a personality. And then there's always the scene where one of them winds up going into the, the, the shack or, you know, you know, something's going to happen to them or they don't come back. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, I'm, you know, I should, I should feel bad for these chickens. But then the next scene, they come out with like a bucket of chicken nuggets. And I'm like, those nuggets look really good. <laughs> I think I want some chicken nuggets now. I don't care. <laughs> so, they, did look, they did look good, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know it's only claymation, but goddamn, I could go for a bucket of chicken, chicken nuggets right now. So yeah, so that, that heartwarming, I'm supposed to care about these chickens. They didn't really affect me as much as my, my appetite. <laughs> kind of blocked it uh, but you know the movie's inoffensive it's it's fine it's cute it's it's really cute for little kids um and they don't have to watch the first one so uh, yeah you know it's i don't didn't really have any major major issues with it well i cared about the main characters mark but i was i'd be more than happy to eat the other chickens that were there <laughs> <laughs> that's fine i don't want to eat frizzle but you know Right, right. Ranting chicken in the background. Sure, throw him in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot in my likes, uh, another part that made me fucking laugh out loud was uh, they're watching the movie about how their process is going to make food better. And the little kid like gets the crappy food and he's like, oh, I hate you now, mom. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was dying. That was funny. But I, I agree with both of you guys. There, there isn't much to dislike here. So as I was watching this, I'm like, oh, crap, this is going to be a really boring episode. Of the podcast. <laughs> Besides the fact the numbers are going to tank from what we're reviewing. But the um, the movie is, for the most part, it's just well done. It's very middle of the road for me. And it's just it's good. It's not great. It's fine. There was nothing offensive in it. There's nothing bad in it. Uh, Zachary Levi is fine as as Mel Gibson in it. <laughs> sure. Um. <laughs> Tandy Newton as the main character, the mom. Yeah, which is new, all new cast. Yeah, why didn't they bring the old? Besides Mel Gibson, though, like they, why didn't they bring the they other? They do have some back? old people that they do have some some of the old cast, but um, mm-hmm. like the person that voiced Fowler died. Yeah, the, the the woman, the main chicken 
uh, lady whose name I can't remember. Um, that movie was like 20 something years ago, so she does not sound the same. And they were like, Yeah, we can get Academy Award nominated Dandy Newton in here, Wayne from uh, the Countdown's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, were the rats in the first movie? They were okay, and, yeah, the also, rats were my favorite. That wasn't a like flushed away. Uh, cinematic universe moment or anything? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, not that I remember. I haven't. I haven't watched Flushed Away in a while. But uh, yeah, it's probably been twenty years since Janine's made me watch Flushed Away. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really have any complaints about the movie. I don't have any anything that jumped out to me and was like, "Wow, this movie sucks." Fuck this movie. Blah blah. blah. I mean, it looks nice. It, it's cute. It's short. It was fine. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Are, are you in for Chicken Run 3, Aubrey? I don't really want to be. <laughs> Unless we make you be, right? Yeah. <laughs> Margellis Reagan. Uh, yeah. Bring on Chicken Run Part 3, uh, Rise of the Nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Rise of the Drumstick or something. Rise of the Drumsticks. There you go. There March you go. of the Drumsticks. I liked when the chickens were marching to their death, singing that song about going on vacation. But that was really funny too. But <laughs> anyway, you guys are making me like the movie more the more I'm talking about it with you guys. Uh-oh. Uh Yeah, I mean, if it's on Netflix, I would watch it on my phone, but <laughs> I wouldn't pay to go to the theaters to see it or anything. So, all right, the only thing left to do, the only thing is to give it a score from zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got for chicken run colon Dawn of the nugget? Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Nice solid down the middle three. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Mark Ellis Reagan. You know, I just want to say, I thought Aubrey would like this movie a lot more because Bella <laughs> was the, uh, the young girl. I right. know. You I know. I was super yeah. excited. I love her. It's my, it's my it, person. <laughs> The other uh, suggestions that I was gun that I threw out for this week's episode, I'm like animated adult animated TV show. Uh, no, Aubrey hate that uh, <laughs> action show. Nope, Aubrey hate that too. So I'm not even gonna bother with the uh, horror. What were what were the uh, what were what were the other suggestions? It was um, Blue Eye Samurai, uh, which is adult animation. Uh, Reacher, the new Reacher that came out. Uh, and there was one. There was one more. I, can't, I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, Gran, <laughs> Gran Turismo, uh, the movie that we Ooh. never record on the show. And they figure it's a video game. This really happened based on a true story. <laughs> Gran Turismo colon based on a true story. Right. I'm like, it's a video game. That's something that could Aubrey could be interested in. And, and like, it really happened if you didn't know. But uh, yeah, those all got shut down for a chicken run to. Dawn of the Nugget. <laughs> what is your score? Did you give your score? I know. So my score is a it's a 3.5. It's not if there was a little bit better writing, it would be a four. And I kind of want to give it a four, but it's a 3.5. It's it's solid and enjoyable and not uh not terribly offensive. All right. So I'm gonna echo both you guys. Is it's fine, <laughs> it's perfectly fine. That that's it. That the the movie is fine. <laughs> it's there's 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 nothing to really complain about or get excited about. Like I think if you liked the first one, you're gonna like this one. I think if you're just bored and throw it on for something to do while you fold laundry, you'll be fine. It's definitely not a bad movie, but it's not 
something that's even going to approach my top 10 of the year. So, you know, I feel almost a little bit let down after watching Godzilla minus one last week, which like blew me away. And now I'm like, okay, chicken run two. So I'm at a three out of five. Just sort of, it's, it's better than average, but it's not great. So three out of five for me. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, Christmas is coming. What do you got? Man, that's tough. I uh, I recommend everybody go watch Demon Slayer. Um, it's on a couple of different platforms. I think you can watch it on Netflix. If not, you can watch it on Hulu. And if not, you can watch it on Crunchyroll. Like, I think it's on a couple of different things. But I've been binging that, and uh, it's really good. So I think everybody else should watch it. All right. The kids have been watching that. They all, they both love it. Uh, I tried, I got seven episodes in the first season and I couldn't do it. I'm like, I don't like this, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, both my kids think it's awesome. And apparently quite a few other people do. So check it out. Marcellus Reagan's. What about you? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to recommend the thing that we didn't do on the show this week, uh, which is Reacher season two prime video dropped the first three episodes uh, to kind of get the ball started. Uh, I am a, I was a huge fan of season one. It felt like, you know, I felt like, like your granddad's TV show, you know, it's like a, <laughs> a, like a cop procedural, but with a big brute, basically with Batman without the mask on. Uh, and he's just a, a badass character. So I was psyched when they said there was going to be season two. And I was psyched when they dropped all three, the first three episodes. And I shouldn't have stayed up late to watch all three, but I couldn't help myself because uh, I love that character. So, yeah, if you have not gotten into Reacher yet, uh, definitely check it out. It's on Prime Video. First three episodes of season two are now available. All right. Well, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Links to all our YouTube and Patreon content, as well as now featuring movie reviews from Stu from SWO Productions. Check it out at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out the aforementioned YouTube channel. There's hours of free exclusive content there. Adam dropped a review of the TV show, The Curse, which I had never heard of before. Uh, but apparently a lot of people have because not only did the views blow up, but people are arguing and going wild in the comments. So <laughs> check it out, I guess, if you want to be uh, part of the team and uh, participate in the discussion on YouTube about The Curse. Uh, don't forget our Patreon at patreon.com backslash so was your podcast where you can monetarily support the show. And get extra exclusive content is the only place to hear our takes on the news and trailers coming out from the world of nerd. So we'll have much to discuss this month uh, with uh, Jonathan Majors. So uh, <laughs> yikes um, that him running away from his girlfriend on that video was like Aubrey running away from claymation. <laughs> 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 and I will suggest, um, I think I suggested it before, but we're getting closer, guys. Uh, January, end of January, Marvel is releasing the first volume of ROM, colon, the original Marvel Years Omnibus. And that is 29, 30 issues of comics in one hardcover collection with uh, the character of ROM, who had been unpublished 
not reprinted for years because of rights issues. And they're finally bringing it back out. So I have had mine pre-ordered since May, but you still have time to jump in and throw your hundred bucks down and get ready because uh, ROM Omnibus is coming out at the end of January. And then, you know, I know you got holidays coming up. You might want to spend time with your family. F- screw that. <laughs> jump onto Netflix and check out Rebel Moon hyphen part one colon a child of fire. Because that, my friends, from Zack Snyder is what we will be reviewing next week on the podcast. But that is going to do it for this week. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Bye, everyone. No chicken noise? (laughs) Sounded like a a crow dying, but okay. (laughs) I am the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Uh, happy four-year anniversary to Rise of Skywalker, uh, the last movie of the Star Wars uh, sequel trilogy, and one of my favorites. Everybody have a great weekend, Wakanda forever. Heavy sigh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for Rebel Moon, Snyder Bots. Let's go. Good journey.